Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MBH podcast, the My Brown House podcast. I am your co-host, Chris Brown. With me, as always, is the brainy, the beaming, Ooh. the beguiling. Yeah. Riley Brown. I like it. I'll, I'll meet you, you know, later. <laughs> so we are incredibly excited to uh, host this podcast. We had Claudia Lugo on with us. Uh, Claudia from Pretty Home underscore with underscore Clousy. She is a fantastic follow and a fantastic conversation. As well as my Instagram friend. Indeed. Um, so the, the we had an interview with her. She is a great person and has a ton of insight into interior design and DIY specifically. So um, we hope you enjoy. Uh, like always, we'd love for you to like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and Pandora. Anyways. Anyways. That, anyways. Here's Claudia. So, Claudia Lugo, could you please uh, tell the listeners where you are from? I'm from Mexico. I was raised, born, raised, and everything in Mexico, and I moved to the USA 16 years ago. Nice. Okay. And how long, and and as we kind of introduced, you are a DIY extraordinaire queen some would say how long have you been, <laughs> how long have you been into diy not too long honestly um like really really into diy probably two years ago when the pandemic started i was stuck in my house and looking through all the walls around me so i wanted to do something i wanted to change you know like being here stuck in the house for Every day, 24-7, it was, like, not fun. So, I think it's relatable to a lot of people, too, with the pandemic. You're like, if I'm going to look at these four walls all day long, there's a, they're at least going to be blue. They're at least going to ex- be, you know, <laughs> painted or, or something. I mean, I just started before that, of course. I was yeah. doing little things here and there. Painting was my main thing, and that was it because I was very afraid of doing anything else and I didn't know to do anything honestly even now I'm still learning but it's you that's still on power tools now though oh my goodness I mean real. yeah and I feel like amazing because I just started getting my power tools at the beginning of this year so it's been less than a year that I had them but honestly I was afraid of even using power tools. So I think it can be intimidating. Like I feel like as a woman, where it's like you don't always use them all the time, or like you don't grow up using them, or you just always see guys using them, it can totally be scary, especially like the saws and the nail guns. Like we have a nail gun now and I really like it. But anytime even Chris wants me to cut something with the saw, I'm still always like, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm impressed. No, no, seriously. The miter saw is the easiest thing for me. But the uh, table that's saw... the one that goes straight up and down, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the table saw, no way. I mean, I'm still very, very intimidated by it. So people cut their fingers off with those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Well, something, and and I think we talked we we talked a little bit a few days ago just to to get to know each other a little bit. And I told you I was pissed when I found out how long you've been doing DIY because you're so good at it. I know. And, Thank you, think, but no. Yeah, I think you're very. Um, I don't know if you would call yourself a perfectionist, but your stuff always looks very clean. Yeah, very, very well done. To... Yes, where mine, my projects, like, I don't even know if they ever fully get done. I kind of just give up at the end. And I think your stuff is very, um, very well, very, very finished. Very finished, yes. Yeah. So for someone else, because you said you you basically really started in 2020, mm -hmm. right? It's been a couple years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you you did paint prior to that. What other things? So if someone was wanting to get into DIY, what would your advice be to them? Like, what kind of projects should they try? Uh, what sort of things should they do? My advice would be do it, no matter what. I mean, yes, that's true. I am a perfectionist, and I think that's a good thing and a bad thing because. I like things to be well done, but sometimes it's way too much. You know, it's like I start looking at the tiny little thing and it takes me forever just to finish that little tiny thing that probably nobody would see. But that's me. In general, I will definitely say start doing it because if I can do it, you can do it too, seriously. And my main thing is like start painting. I started yeah, that's painting. an easy one. Yes, that's the easiest uh, thing to do. And I really think it's cheap to do it. Oh, yeah. Stop, nothing will happen besides a gallon of paint that it's $40, $50, whatever it is. So start painting, honestly. Paint whatever you want. Paint a wall, paint a furniture, paint a frame, just whatever. I agree. I always preach on paint. Like the first time anyone's like, where should I start? I'm like, paint. I'm like, well, I don't want to paint any of the rooms in my house because I want it to resell. And I'm like banging my head against the door, like, just paint it. Um, I have a question though. Can yep. I ask a question? She always does this. I this is my thing. I'm the one asking questions and she always butts in. Because but... I get such good ideas. I was so intrigued. All right, fine, go. Okay. So <laughs> if you say just do it, like I guess what are you referencing to learn how to do it? Like if you want to do something you've never done before, how, how do you go about that? YouTube has been a very good um, professor, if you want to call it that way. Yeah, we, we've been there too. <laughs> yes, YouTube has been a really good tool. Also, Instagram. That's how I really started doing it. I started watching a bunch of YouTube videos, but then I've been following a bunch of DIYers on Instagram. And when I was seeing them, I was like, okay, that doesn't look that hard. And, you know, they, they start explaining. And so um, that really, really helped me a lot. And that's one of the things that I try to do when I do my DIYs on Instagram. I try to explain because to me, that was the most useful thing that could happen to me. Honestly, that's how I learned a lot. And wow. also well, my boyfriend is really, really good about tools and DIY. So he's been a huge teacher to me and very that's patient. Nice. That's, that's been also, Bonding that's why I've been, activities. yes, honestly, because I was, that's how I started with being more confident with tools and those things, because he was the one teaching me and that was a huge thing. But I know not everyone is able to do that or have someone 
yeah. who can help or teach in both YouTube, Instagram. Honestly, those are the best two things that I will recommend. Yeah, and if anybody's listening, like, and you don't follow you, I mean, like, you show people step by step how to do things, like, very laid out, uh, and I think would help build confidence for someone who needs, you know, to start a project. So I think that's great. And we'll mm-hmm. we'll tease, we'll uh we'll tell you to follow her again. But, oh, uh, follow Claudia for sure. Yes. Yes. Come go ahead. Follow me. Follow. <laughs> yes. So it's it's pretty home underscore with underscore Clousy. Uh-huh. All right. C-L-A-U-S-I. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And uh so you you had actually told us about kind of your origin story of getting into DIY. And I wanted to touch on that briefly before we moved on to our other stuff. And you you'd said it was basically. And, and I'll let you tell the story, but you were in Mexico and and then you transitioned to the U.S. and you found when the U.S. you had to do it. So would you would you tell that story for like yeah. your, yeah, that was a good your one. origin story for DIY? <laughs> well, like I said, I was born and raised in Mexico. In Mexico, it's very easy and affordable to find someone to do things for you. So um, honestly, when I was living in Mexico, I didn't know how to anything at all not even paint I mean seriously nothing anything that I wanted I was just calling someone to do it and it was easy then I moved here to the United States and I realized really really quick how expensive it is to do things here honestly and also it's a little bit different I mean the styling house uh, the house in Mexico are concrete and bricks and those things so it's not that easy just to grab something and drill it I mean you have to do some other things or it's not complicated it's just different so um, that was one of the things here I came and I learned that if I wanted something to be done I will have to do it myself because there was no way I was going very to relatable yeah <laughs> for someone to do something that was looking easy but of course it, I mean at that time it wasn't easy for me at all because like I said I didn't know how to do anything like anything so YouTube Instagram and just the will to start doing things in my house honestly so I think that's that's relatable though because people want their houses to be beautiful but it's like people don't want to pay and can't Mm -hmm. pay thousands and thousands of dollars to have their house custom painted or like a shiplap wall or something like that so then because of that knowledge gap people people don't do anything i i've been in that spot myself honestly so what in in all the you you've kind of done quite a few projects going mm-hmm. along what are some of your favorite projects to do and and why it's a good question it's as if you make the questions yes well, <laughs> well honestly i i've been gaining more confidence i've been confidence lately so I've been tackling bigger projects and those have been my bedroom and I just finished my boy's bedroom that looks so good by the way so thank you yeah and my kids really really like it so um, yeah so um, those two have been my major ones the ones that I have done more things like board and button and ship your dining room right because that looks really good Yes, that was my very first one, honestly. And oh, it looks great. 
Mm -hmm. That was the first one. I was supposed to start with my bedroom and somehow I switched to my dining. Perfect. And that was a simple thing, just these vertical lines for button button. And it was the super easy and fastest thing to do. It That's my advice, honestly. Start small. Start with something simple. That probably is just one wall and you can do it relatively quick and, you know, without too many tools. It was just a miter saw and a nail gun. That's all you need. Of course, cooking, that's one of the things that you really need to do if you want it to look professional and nice, which is the, it's a thing that I really don't like at all. All the I cooking. It. It's my I, job in this relationship. <laughs> I, 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 have, I worked for a home builder and I had to do it all the time. And it, usually when with stuff, the more you do it, you get better. And I've, I, with everything I've done, I've gotten better, but like mm -hmm. talking for some reason, I never have gotten any better. And I've tried, I've been like, okay, I'm going to do this the, exactly the way the painter taught me to do it. And it just turns out horrible. I don't know what it is about caulking. I can't do it right. And I hate it. And Miley does it now. It's my job. Good job. The trick <laughs> is when you do it to use a baby wipe. Uh-huh. Do it. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good one to help yep. wipe off. But it that's, is a chore. It is. And that's how I do it. I yeah. literally just grab a baby wipe and go all down with it. And it's yeah. very, very smooth. For some reason, I end up, no matter what, with a mess in my hands, but I rather oh. the mess than on my e wall. So I'm good with that. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So you are a DIY extraordinaire, but I think you are also a fantastic designer. Totally. I think it, it goes hand in hand to be able to think of those visions, but like then be the person to bring them to life. Like that's not true. There are people that are fantastic DIYers that it, I don't, I, I, I think you can be a good DIYer. Are you talking about the crafty nineties moms? No, I'm no, I'm not <laughs> talking about anyone specific, but Claudia is both. Yeah. She is a dual threat. Yes. And so I do want to talk a little bit about your design style. Mm -hmm. And you had referenced your Mexican roots. And um, I wanted to know, do you find that influencing your designs? Just kind of no. no? You don't no, think? not at all. Actually, honestly, I think I have always liked modern. I if you ask me what's my style, it's hard for me to tell you because I think it's a mix of everything it's i like modern but i like a little bit of traditional but now i am looking into vintage and i think it's a mix of everything but mainly probably it's like transitional i think that's my style mm, and i have always been like that that's for sure i mean even when i was in mexico i was always looking into modern things and you know all the current styles or whatever is trending, designs, all, the, all those things, that's what I love. So I really don't think my Mexican roots come to any of my designs here, honestly, not at all. So could, could someone explain to me for the listeners? I know, but what is transitional? You want to take it? Yeah, probably I will need some. I know, here. but this is for the listeners. <laughs> I knew, I I know. So just uh -huh. Claudia, we're it. gonna have her say it for yeah. us. I think it well trans transitional. It's just a mix of modern with some traditional things. If I'm co correct me if I'm wrong, my living. No, I, I would I would do the, say the same thing. I feel like it's traditional, but it's like 
2.0. It's like, what would be mm-hmm. traditional now versus like what was traditional back then. So it's kind of just an updated, more modern version of traditional is exactly how I would describe it. I would say mine, we mm-hmm. connect on that. I feel like both of us like that transitional, um, keep it classic, but like put your own spin on it kind of thing. Yeah. And I, uh, I like neutral colors. I'm not into bold colors or anything like that. Actually doing my dining room, like in green color before it was blue. And I'm not kidding you. When I painted that wall blue, I didn't sleep like for three days before painting it because I was freaking out. I knew I wanted it blue, but I was freaking out of doing it. And finally I did it and I love the blue color. But it didn't go at all with my house. So I just changed it to green and I think it flows way better. But that was just, a, you know, I wanted to do it. And even though I didn't sleep for three days because I was so nervous, I did it. So, yeah, but that, <laughs> that's my style, I think. I think so. I think that's a good description. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was going to have um, Miley give a guess of what your style is um, and then you would corrector say yay or nay but I think I think you guys have a pretty good handle on it so we'll skip that part the part I do want to know is so Mexican like your Mexican roots nope not part of your design what is so where do you find inspiration for your designs Instagram a lot of it honestly is on Instagram I love scrolling all around and find something that I like that catches my eye Pinterest I know Pinterest a lot of people don't do it anymore and I love I, I always preach Pinterest yes me you too can search so much more specifically on mm-hmm. Pinterest yep me too honestly I go to Pinterest and I start looking and pinning whatever I like and honestly even magazines or books yeah. I love that I I think the design has always been with me for forever since I remember, since I was a teenager, because not too long ago, I found some magazines that I had in Mexico and they were from Spain. Those magazines, actually the name is El Mueble, which is the furniture. That's the name of the magazine and it's a Spanish one. So um, I'm talking about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago when I was living in Mexico, I was buying those and I still have them and I was looking at them and I still see a bunch of things that I love so I think honestly just look around and see pictures or books or magazines whatever it's like just find your inspiration and that's it that that's for me that's what works for me I agree like I was scrolling one day this week and got a holiday ad and the holiday ad was of like a Christmas they were trying to sell Christmas decorations but what I was seeing was behind the Christmas decorations, they had this like wood detailed wall and this like mural mm-hmm. wallpaper. And I'm like screenshotting it and Google searching <laughs> it. And I was like, my mind was just unlocking from my dining room possibilities. But like, I wasn't even looking for it. I just saw it. Uh-huh. Like, that. I love that. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you buy you something like this. Mm-hmm. Look for the screenshot and save it because I'm like yes. I'm going to refer to this later so yes I'll have to send you my dining room pick and see what you think it's kind of out there but I'm excited oh I, I would love to <laughs> you know what's funny is I always ask that question to you designers and I always hope for like an answer that's like 
actual oh, steps i know i go to the, i go to a mountain and like oh yeah i just i go to a stream and i ponder and it's <laughs> guys always say the same stuff you guys instagram pinterest i think you just have to see so many things you start to slowly pick out all the things you like and mm-hmm. you know, me and my designer friends have joked about this i've got a good friend that's been on our podcast her name is nicole but we joked about how much we love cookies like like the cookies on your phone that like um uh-huh save all your oh, yes, yes. I can google anything I could google mm-hmm. like white fan and I'm telling you it would bring me some good stuff because I just google stuff all day long no, seriously no yeah I don't know I just have to whisper to it I'll be like white fan and then they just start popping up that's the way it should do but yeah. I mean I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people go outside like you're saying Chris and they look at something and they're like oh I love those colors and maybe I can incorporate them I'm no. not you guys. Uh, I was inspired. <laughs> Our, I'm very inspired by like European buildings and older buildings. I'm an old house obsessed. Mm-hmm. I love them. I don't think that counts as nature, though. It's not nature. It's architecture, and it's beautiful, just in a different way. Well, there you have it. Um, <laughs> so, um, going more towards, kind of geared towards your page. Um, mm-hmm. You talked about you. You finished your your son's or your your kids' Both. room. Yeah, they you, share, right? There's two of them. Yeah, there. they share. Uh huh. They share their bedroom. What are, what are your big project plans coming up? Ooh, sneak peek. Well, <laughs> you don't have if you don't want to release what you're doing, you don't have to. But no, no, want- no. Honestly, that's it for this year for sure. Hey, now it's all about Christmas, and I'm going on vacation next month, so. For this year, I think this is it. But I still have one more bedroom that, oh my goodness, that really, really needs some help. <laughs> so that's, I think that's going to be my next one for sure. I, that's when I want to tackle. I would like to do my living room, I, you know, make it better. Yeah. And one of the things that I, it's my dream to do, it's my laundry room. It's a small laundry room, which... I will, but that one, I will wait because I need to be more confident and be a better DIYer because I want to switch it, everything, like change everything about it. The word, the dryer, the washer, oh, everything is I want stuff. to change. Yes. Yeah. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. So I think it's going to be between the other bedroom my and my living room. Probably that's what it's coming next. And we'll see. It's going to be next year, maybe for another one room challenge. Maybe that's going to happen. I know. I I should, I should look into a one room challenge. I feel like I just go so slow, but you got, like you said, you got to do real life too. Like it's, you got Christmas, you got the holidays and then you got. Mm-hmm. So as you're picking, I am always interested to know what, what a designer's design process looks like mm-hmm. So when you're deciding, um, when you're when you're going to design a space a room whatever what what's the process you go through to do that well first i start scrolling like like we said instagram you know pinterest whatever it is i think i start getting ideas of what i want what i would like then here's the thing and i know i listened to one of your podcasts about doing mood boards i'm terrible about it <laughs> i am trying to be better seriously i'm trying to be better about it but my problem is i'm a very very visual person if I don't see it I cannot picture it in my head like it's very hard my problem is 
uh, mood board helps, but then I am like, what if I cannot find this? What if I cannot do this? So I need to see it in person. That's a big problem that I have. And yeah. most of the time I have to go and buy the things in advance so I can see them together. And then I'm like, okay, now I can get it. The problem with that is that it's expensive because I start buying a bunch of things that sometimes I use them, sometimes I don't. And I keep them because, you know, you never know if I'm going to use them or yeah, not. Yeah, because you like them. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't do that because I'm very, very useful, but I'm trying to get better at losing. So that's how I, I start doing it. Like I picture it in my head. I start scrolling things. I try to go and see what I can find, buy and go from there. And even honestly, I will say probably 80% of the time, halfway through the project, I'm doubting myself. Like oh, this is not looking right. 100% you know, of the time, not- I doubt myself every time. Every yeah, time. no, seriously. That first scroll of paint, I'm always like, oh no. <laughs> this is not how it was supposed to look. Yeah, no, seriously. So that happens quite often. That I halfway I'm always like, oh my goodness, am I doing the right thing? But yeah. that's whenever it's really good to come back to your mood board, honestly. And it's whenever it's like trusting the process and yes, it's it will look good at the end so just trust but just keep going the halfway hard. point never so. good. you always got to get to the end mm-hmm. i have a question exactly and you want to finish go ahead i always steal your thunder um this is always <laughs> just interesting to me like would you say in a room something you would design around would be more of like a paint color or are there like specific items you love to design around like oh i saw this light and i want to do this or i saw this couch or i saw this purple color or you're more neutral but like so maybe like a cute little taupe <laughs> color or is it more just you want to replicate a design picture you saw I guess what things inspire you I think probably paint I think that's where I start with paint because I know I want for example a white wall like not white so um, I know with off-white I can do you know like a little bit of color here or I can add some warm with wood so I think I mainly start with the wall color yeah most of the time but then I have I know what I want in my head but it's really hard to find whatever I want in my head and put it in place and find the right color so to me that's that's how I start honestly with whatever I want on the walls mainly I would agree I would agree yeah I think you guys could probably t- Miley is so in the paint it's all she wants mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, we even see colors differently. Like I will describe a color and uh-huh. it's a different color. She, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a brown something and she describes it as purple. Like that's like the well, best <laughs> undertones. Brown, oh, yeah. brown purple undertones. Uh-huh. It's always brown. It, it's never purple. She'll always say that where like I'll ha- I have like a, a purple sweater and she's like, oh yeah, where or uh I have a brown See, sweater. I'm getting you. No, mm-hmm. I have a brown sweater. And she's like, oh, why don't you wear the purple sweater? I was like, I don't have a purple sweater. I have a brown sweater. <laughs> I think you guys, but probably you that's more a men thing, you know, because I think for you guys, it's just black, white, brown, whatever it is. But for us, it's all the things around. It's not just white or black. It's great yeah. too. You'll get me though. So my, I have a cute friend named Allison and we were talking about what color I want to paint our master bedroom. So sneak peek everyone. 
but I was like, I want to paint it this like really warm, like grayish color, but with a really like neutrally purpley undertone. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to be like super warm, but like dark. And she's like, so mm-hmm. no. And I was like, there's like 8,000 <laughs> shades of taupe out there. <laughs> and it's a taupe, right? Yeah. That's the color. <laughs> I have like six different like sample eyes um, things that have been in there for months for I decide. And she's like, just pick taupe. And I'm like, no. No, but I mean, to me, of white. I mean, yeah. when I started looking for whites, of whites, you have, I'm I not in general, you. just thousands. thousands. I mean, thousands and it's super hard to pick just a white color everyone was like it's just white just pick a white I'm like no it's not just white there are so many different whites so it took me a long time to pick because our whole main living area is white oh it's like white right they're all different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it took me a while to pick it always does it always does (laughs) I chose alabaster um I feel like me me too I love it's a good one. Yeah. creamy. So good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's crazy how you guys know the like the names of the colors. Oh, That's and the lines. <laughs> sure yeah. Just showing off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I I did want to touch something kind of going back to your page because I think that's where your content is and mm-hmm. It, it it really is a fantastic page and anybody listening to the podcast please go and follow get the tips get everything something that you do that's super unique that i haven't actually ever seen before is you post both your posts in both english, the captions the caption yeah sorry the captions mm-hmm. in english and spanish yeah. um, so would you just briefly describe what what's what's the main purpose of doing that is you have a lot of Spanish speaker audience like a your audience is Spanish speakers like what's what's the main driver behind doing that well my background I am from Mexico I speak both languages and yes I have some followers from Mexico and Latin America so it's mainly for them I mean all my family everyone is still in Mexico so it's nice for them because not everyone speaks English and even though I do all my reels and everything in English I try at least to explain what's going on in Spanish in my caption so um, to me that's where I think my Mexican background comes in and maybe not in my designs or anything but yes I'm trying to make it more inclusive for everyone everyone that doesn't speak English maybe they speak Spanish you know I there's people from Brazil from Argentina I have people from those countries and I think putting some Spanish words there help even though like I said the rest of the things are in English so that's just my my background honestly that's that's what it is well it's amazing it's a niche that like not very many people are a part of and it's something that's personal to you and I think you know people need it like not everybody speaks English and if you want other people to be able to absorb your content like it needs to be in every language and so I think Mm -hmm. it's it's cool. It's kind of like your signature thing. Um, yeah, we did, I like I, it. Yeah, we we. That's like the thing that pops. It's like very unique, uh-huh. and it's 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 super awesome. Um, Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think I think we covered everything we wanted to talk to you about. Again, uh, please everybody go follow um, Claudia at Pretty Home underscore with 
underscore Clousy. Is that how you would pronounce it, Clousy? Uh-huh. Very good. A-U-S-I. Chris is a Portuguese speaker, so he's like uh, almost good enough to speak Spanish, but he has to think about it really hard. Well, <laughs> it, it's more, I don't really actually speak. It, it. I could get around. I could talk to the Uber driver. That's We that's went to Portugal and he communicated with everyone the entire time. So I'm he pretty sure you are good. Probably you just need to practice a little bit more. But... And he doesn't ever do it anymore, but we'll get. He's there. enough to be dangerous. No. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for ha- uh, coming on the podcast, Claudia. We really enjoyed talking with you, and uh, having me. It's uh, it's been great to to get to know you, and we'll we'll keep in contact. And uh, we'll love to have you back on at some point. Everybody, go check out our one room challenge. Give her a follow. Make sure to interact and tell us what you want to hear next on the podcast. All right.